Hello, and welcome to The Why Behind the Buy, a podcast for marketers focused on finding and targeting their ideal customers at scale. I'm your host, Monique Martin, and today we're getting into a hot topic of debate for financial institutions and consumers, fair lending. With me in the studio are two experts on this topic, our in-house segmentation expert, Catherine Spizak, and our VP practice leader, who works with our financial clients on a daily basis, Reagan Voss. Ladies, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Monique. I'm so happy to be here. So, Reagan, I want to start off with you. I have a simple question. Can you explain to me what fair lending means or is or does? What is it? Sure. Quite simply, Monique, fair lending laws and regulations are created to protect the consumers from discriminatory lending practices in credit and real estate transactions. These laws include both the ECOA, big acronym for the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, and the Fair Housing Act, which prohibit discrimination based on variables such as age, race or ethnicity, religion, gender, and even family status. Regulators like the Financial Reserve are in place to confirm that financial institutions are obeying the fair lending regulations and laws. Failing to remain compliant can result in penalties, fines, and irreversible damage to an institution's reputation and, of course, their success. This is what makes the fair lending topic one of the most important and relevant topics in the financial industry today. Wow, that's actually pretty serious. It it makes sense that consumers shouldn't be subjected to unfair or discriminatory practices when it comes to housing or applying for credit. But why do you think this is a vital concern from a financial institution standpoint? So... The need to strike a balance between understanding all aspects of your best customers for purposes of marketing, but also remaining compliant with the regulations, this is top of mind for anyone in the financial services industry today. Everyone knows that the world is fast-paced and what's hot today might not be hot tomorrow. Opinions, behaviors, preferences, everything's changing so fast. And those in the financial industry responsible for acquiring new customers or planning media, they need to accomplish so many things. They need to know the switchers from the prospects for products such as a checking account or HELOC. They're tasked with developing and enhancing products based on usage patterns. They're trying to determine upsell opportunities and next best products. They even have to compare actual market penetration rates against the potential market size. And they need to measure market and branch composition to identify marketing strategies and set performance goals amongst just a whole set of other responsibilities in order to keep the business profitable. So to do it effectively, marketers need more than just a simple score to accurately predict or even understand customers' financial behaviors. They need an actionable solution, a marketing solution that helps them sell smarter and essentially win bigger. And what makes this these all of these tasks even more daunting is that they have to be achieved in that regulatory compliant way so that everyone in the organization, everyone in the bank can also utilize the data to drive ROI. So I, I understand that risk teams are concerned about fair lending and why the marketing teams what need what we would call rich data to accomplish these tasks. But what are uh, other concerns that financial institutions have around data on clients? Are there any others that you can think of? And secondly, if so, how do they get around this and still find the data to use to help them find their best customers? That's a very great question. And You'll you'll hear in the industry, you'll find that another heavy, heavy topic 
in financial services is both company and even customer concerns around privacy. So we're all running around trying to protect all the information that's gathered about us online. And understandably, that makes all of us nervous. So marketers have to look for an alternate way or alternate solutions to understand their consumers. And that's exactly where segmentation has its advantages in today's environment when it comes to privacy. So we have hundreds of banks that use our syndicated segmentation systems, and they use it both internally and externally. And let me explain what I mean by that. Internally, they're using within the walls of their bank to score their existing customers or their existing members. They're also using it as an input to models to better understand those customers. Externally, they're going to use a segmentation score to find their next best customer, and specifically in the media, mostly digital media. And our syndicated segmentation system is both regulatory compliant and privacy safe because we are recognizing the concerns that companies have and consumers, and we've done the work to address those. That's good to know. So it, it seems like, a, to me, a lot of financial institutions kind of feel as though they're stuck between a rock and a hard place when it comes to reaching their best customers. They want to use data that can help them gain better insights, but they can't use it in a way that would lead to running afoul of important regulations that are in place, and for good reason. But while we do have safe and compliant data that can solve for this issue, there still seems to be a little bit of hesitation to move forward. And I'm talking exactly about what Reagan just mentioned, segmentation. So Catherine, hi. Hi, Moni. I want you to jump in here. First, why don't you give our listeners a quick overview of what segmentation is and some of the available solutions? Sure. So simply put, segmentation is the process of grouping households uh, that have similar behaviors, similar wants and needs, and you do this in order to achieve higher marketing efficiencies. Segmentation can be used to indicate who your best customers are and which customers you should focus your marketing efforts on, whether that's a current customer or a new customer. Segmentation helps to understand what your best customers are like, what they buy, what their attitudes are toward a category, what their current lifestyle behaviors are, even including media choices. And by truly understanding your customers, you can deliver the right message to the right customer in the right manner which ultimately helps reduce waste and improve response rates in every channel. There are specific segmentation tools available for financial institutions, which includes Claritas Cycle Premier. We designed Claritas Cycle Premier to be revolutionary for financial institutions in terms of both relevance and accuracy, while also being regulatory compliant and privacy safe. Claritas Cycle Premier classifies every U.S. household into one of 60 consumer segments, based in part on the income-producing assets or liquid assets of a household, as well as income, age, family structure, and a wide variety of financial and investment behaviors. Cycle Premier has a wide range of applications for financial marketing and wealth identification, with the ability to link data necessary for the company-wide integration of a single customer view. It offers an extensive set of ancillary databases and links to third-party data, which allows marketers to use data outside of their own customer files to pinpoint products and services that their best customers are most likely to use. There are two new innovative features playing a key role in the Cycle Premier model that I just want to quickly point out. 
The first one is a big data source of property level home value and property characteristics from a third party provider, which covers more than 99% of all U.S. properties. This data source provides a more precise read into wealthier segments, which are typically harder to identify and predict because they're such a relatively small part of the U.S. population. The second new feature introduced with Cycle Premier is a measure of technology use that identifies the extent to which a household has embraced technology in their everyday lives. The technology descriptor of each segment within Cycle Premier can be used to better understand if a segment is an early adopter or a laggard and how technology affects their life, which is invaluable in today's market. Okay, so hearing all that, what do you think the concern is from a financial marketer's perspective to use segmentation, if you see any concern at all? Well, for reasons we stated before, privacy and regulatory compliance is of utmost important in the financial industry. I want to stress that Cycle Premier complies with fair lending concerns and is privacy safe. So you can focus on what's important to your business, which is selling smarter and winning bigger. Our segmentation systems use a broad spectrum of demographic and lifestyle information to describe households and geography, enabling companies to better understand and anticipate customer buying behaviors. Each U.S. household is grouped into segments based on general consumer behavior and demographic characteristics. The segments are based on aggregated or modeled information that represent millions of households. So no information about a unique individual or household is published or reported within our segment assignments. Data is acquired from original research and third-party providers who have a legal right to provide us such information. The data is given voluntarily, and it's either self-reported or modeled. Most importantly, though, sensitive variables such as race and ethnicity are not drivers in the Cycle Premier model. It's great to hear that people are actually taking privacy and compliance concerns seriously, especially from a consumer standpoint, when it feels like every couple of weeks we're hearing about another data breach. But I also think it's better to hear that there are still ways for companies to reach their best customers with the offers that make most sense to them. And again, as a consumer, having companies reach out to you with relevant messaging instead of garbage that you're not even remotely interested in, it's a great thing. I do want to kind of chime in with something that I learned after doing a little bit of research the other day surrounding fintech. So according to research from the Clearinghouse that was highlighted <clears throat> excuse me, on the financial brand's website, 41% of U.S. banking customers have used at least one fintech app. Now, fintech is short for financial technology, and it's a relatively new innovation that was created to compete with what we'd call traditional financial services, like the available banking options through your primary financial institution. So you download these apps on your phone, and the idea is that they'll help improve your financial activity, like issuing free credit score reports, for example, or uh, if you're a small business owner, providing a payment processing option for you to accept credit cards, which to me sounds pretty convenient, right? But what I kind of saw as alarming is that two-thirds of consumers who use fintech say they're either very or extremely concerned about the privacy of the data that they're sharing while using these apps. 
And then reading more into the report, it was found that less than half of the fintech users believes app, believe that apps can use uh, personally identifiable information, that PII that we've been talking about so far, um, or their financial information. But the truth is they can and they do. So not only are consumers already nervous about privacy of their data despite using these tools, but they don't even truly understand how their data is being used and what it's what's being accessed. So I kind of want to let that sink in a minute. I see it personally as a perfect opportunity for a financial service provider to step in and fill that niche that customers are having to look to outside sources for. And segmentation can certainly help them do this and help ease the concern from a consumer standpoint, because as we've been saying throughout today, segmentation is a privacy safe solution. So saying all that, I want to give us a second to breathe before we jump into the latter part of today's episode. So why don't we go ahead and just take a quick commercial break. Hey, guess what? Cycle Premier is now available through Claritas Digital. What does that mean? Well, now you can target your best financial or insurance customers with your marketing message across all major digital media outlets via the LiveRamp data store. Simply search on the specific Cycle Premier segments you want to reach, and your marketing message is sure to hit the right audience every time. Unsure who your best customer is? No problem. Email ClaritasDigital at Claritas.com and they can make specific audience recommendations that match your campaign objectives in just four hours or less. And the best part of it all? The service is free. We're back and I have a question for you both. We've talked about segmentation being a solution to fair lending concerns and spoke a little about a little bit about our own segmentation solution, Cycle Premier. But what are some best financial practices uh, that financial institutions can engage in to make sure they're always staying on the safe side of compliance? I want our listeners to have some actionable insights to leave dis- today's discussion with. So maybe give me your top tips. Sure. I'll go ahead and start first, and I'll speak from our solution standpoint. So while we're able to append a a Cycle Premier code directly to a customer file, there are actually other options available. If a client's privacy concern is sending around sending us their customer data, or if they're not even allowed to do that, then our directory option is a fantastic alternative. Our directories allow clients to use our segmentation behind their firewall so they never pass customer data to Claritas. Think of a directory as a phone book. So for every zip plus four or zip plus six in the United States, we give a single segmentation code for that household or group of households. And we can provide our clients with that data without using any PII at all. That's important. Just the other day, we're working with an insurance company who came to us and wanted to code their customer file with our segmentation, just to simply help them understand who their best customer was and to find more of them. So for literally months, we went back and forth with their privacy and security team on what constituted PII and what didn't. And at the end of the day, they were uncomfortable sending their customer data directly to us or even putting it on an online platform to code their file. So we simply provided them with a directory and a desktop tool to append the code to their customers behind their firewall. And they are thrilled. So we found a way to do it, which was exciting. And I thought it'd be be important to point out, we do have other clients that are actually concerned with the level of granularity. 
So household, the household level is just too close for them. They don't want to go that low in terms of analysis. They don't want to get any closer than Z4, let's say, which is fine. And I just want to make the point that our data can be provided at that at lower levels of at higher levels of geography, actually, and even at that zip plus four level in the exact same way that we can at the household level. That's a great example. Yeah, those are great tips, Regan. Uh, another one that I can think of um, is something that I mentioned quickly earlier, uh, is that Cycle Premier offers an extensive set of ancillary databases and links to third-party data, especially around behavioral type data. And this can really allow marketers to use the data outside of their own customer files to pinpoint specific products and services that their best customers are more, most likely to use, um, to really focus on brands or very something very specific. This can also be helpful to locate their future best customers on the ground. Cycle Premier really does enable marketers to create a complete portrait of their customers by answering some vitally important questions like, who are my ideal customers? What are they like? Where can I find them? And how can I reach them? These external links that I mentioned allow for company-wide integration of a single customer concept. Everyone within every department can speak the same language. Beyond coding customer records for consumer targeting applications, we provide estimates of markets, trade areas, and profile databases for behaviors ranging from leisure time preferences to shopping to eating to favorite magazines and TV shows, all of which can help craft ad messaging and media strategy. That's another great tip there. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Well, we are running out of time now, but I do want to—I do think you guys would agree that we've basically only scratched the surface on just what segmentation, in particular, can do for a business. We focused on financial institutions today, but I'd like to continue this conversation in a later episode and really just dive into the overall relevancy of segmentation, especially in the digital world we live in today. So, Catherine, I'm going to ask you to come back and talk to me about that. It's my favorite topic, so I would love to. <laughs> but in the meantime, I want to thank you both. Thank you both, Reagan and Catherine, for joining me today on this hot topic issue. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And for those of you listening at home or on the go, thank you for downloading this episode. And if you haven't already, please rate this podcast, leave a positive comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Don't forget, you can find even more about us online at claritas.com. We will see you next time.